And we're back with another episode of the podcast, episode three in the Live Play series, the Wayward Campaign. You're joined by the young Grognard and company. Uh, let's have the characters of the company go ahead and introduce themselves. This is uh, Ragra here, Growl, and I'm going to be pa- playing Brasal Shineshield, the Paladin, and Squire Cynthia Ubrost, the Knight. Sayoth here, playing Action Willie, the Thief, and Golo, the Cleric. It's Greg, uh, with Ricky Leahy, the Fighter, and new to this game... Slurge Nelson the Barbarian. Oh, yeah. So it's Slurge, not Slurge? Slurge Nelson yeah, she, the he, Barbarian. She changes it. Oh, yeah. Is it just going to be Slurge or Slurge? Let's pick a lane, Greg. It all sounds the same. It I doesn't. Mean, you know. Slurge. Slurge. Okay. Slurge. okay. Um, <laughs> and then it's Sarah, and I'm playing the Llewellyn, the Illusionist, and our beloved Dink Dink the Dwarf. We're going to have a 20-minute moment of silence for Welby Toscobble. I believe it was Wells Fargo. <laughs> um, but, okay. Um, <clears throat> Wells Fargo Tossing Gobble. Or something yeah, like Tossing Gobble. So without further ado, let's get that recap going. So the past two episodes, we met a party of adventurers, aforementioned, who have made it to the islands of Bespartum, and they are in the barony of Grelonia where they are currently trying to find uh, sort of a home for themselves, maybe some money, some sort of fame, anything it takes to get back home to the lands they were exiled from, maybe get some vengeance for their people or something. But as of right now, they are knee-deep in the banditry, and they are doing anything they can to sort of make things right in this region. They have held up a pretty good home for themselves in the village of Homlet after helping out a local woman, retrieving a lost good, and sort of making a marriage right again. Uh, they traveled to the village of Nolb, where they encountered quite a lot of banditry, and they learned quite a bit about a fetid moat house somewhere in the distance where a certain evil, devious leader named Lareth has taken up his residence. This man uh, directly speaks with the Shadowed One, and it seems that taking him out would probably bring an end to the bandits in the area. This cult of personality seems to be the center of their woe, but he is definitely a dangerous individual and not one to be trifled with. But our fearless adventurers, under the guidance of Rufus Byrne and now Elmo, who apparently is an agent for the Baron himself, uh, these people have provided the assistance necessary for the party to make their way out. But now, we begin our quest with the party awakening at the tavern, ready to head out on their way to the moat house. Alright, so the party wakes up in the moat house. Okay. Wow, that was easy! Kind <laughs> of an odd place to sleep, but let's get to it! But anyway, the party wakes up in the inn, um, and for uh, the money that you had paid last time, you guys are able to get your breakfast, something similar to what you got last time. Um, Elmo, who is still at the bar, gives a bit of a knowing nod to you guys. A bit of a wink, but never seems to break his character. Bumbling and pretending to be drunk. So, talking amongst yourselves, what is the next course of action for the party? So well, Elmo said that he would help us attack the wolfhouse, right? I don't know if he promised his assistance? I don't... Yeah, I mean, the way he talked about it, it sounded like he's willing to assist, but the idea of going out there might take a bit of persuasion. Since he's an agent for the king, it seems like he's more the kind of guy who tries to, like, inform the people who can go do it, you know what I mean? Sort of like the intermediary between the people paying and so, people doing. in that vein, he either has information for us regarding the house, like he might have, because he said he's been chasing Larith for a long time. So maybe he has some information about the house defenses or something that we can ask him about? Okay, so anyway, Slurg walks in, 
over to the group and he says, So after last night, hanging out with you guys and getting to know you a little bit better, I don't really have much going on right now and I'm trying to find some work to do and you guys seem like you have a pretty good set idea of something that you're looking like you want to do and I know you guys just lost a member of your party. I didn't know if there would be room for one more to fill the spot. I mean, it's just so big. He's a barbarian. Well, I mean, we'll have to talk to our fighter because he was really close with the member we lost. I'm pretty maybe, sure. maybe he could hire you on as a retainer or something. I'm pretty sure he's going to be cool with it. Yeah, well, we do need somebody so to carry the gear. That's Dingling the... at this point, so Dingling will happily tag someone in. Clean I'm kidding. <laughs> but, okay. Um, yeah, I take your characters from Artaria as well. Okay. And so for that reason, you're looking for the same sort of help, and I imagine after a bit of conversation that detail comes out, and you explain to them that, like, you're also here looking for work, maybe the chance to go home and fight back against the queen, the barbarian queen, Falsira. But... Exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> I'm glad I could fill in that blank for you, Greg. Um, okay, and so, without further ado, uh, go ahead and get your plans together for what you're going to do next. Eat, eat some food? Get heading out on the road. Most good. Okay. So after completing the action of eating breakfast, plan your next move. <laughs> so how far away is the mole house from uh, Hamlet? It's hard to tell. It's not like days or weeks or anything like that. But oh, uh, but it is. It's down that less traveled path that we came right. across before, right? Historically speaking, the moat house used to serve a purpose for this village itself and like mm. this general little region, so it's close enough. But it's not as close as Knoll, but it's not as far away as like Saltmarsh or something. Rufus and Byrne already made it like clear that they're not providing help, but they do want people to do something, essentially. Well, they offered you money for it. Okay. Yeah, 500 gold, if I'm not mistaken. Right. To bring it back to head. Or dead or alive. Dead or alive, yeah. Just like the husband. The head's a lot easier than a yeah. flailing body. Yep. <laughs> okay. So with that, um, yeah, I mean, at this point, I mean, advanced is a little bit different in that there's probably going to be a bit more use of gear and whatnot when it comes to this kind of a, a quest. So if you guys want to try to employ other people, or if you guys want to try to get gear together, or something like that, go for it. But otherwise, you can just start heading out. There's you nowhere can... in this town where you'd buy a potion of healing, right? Like, get... There's a general store, but I don't think so. I mean, you could try to bum one off of burn. And Burn is, wait, Burn is the wizardy guy, and Rufus is the hard-hitting guy? Yes, or the hard-hitting guy and the wizardly guy. The punch I have, man? I have it down that the fighter <laughs> is Burn and the wizard is Rufus. Is that wrong? That's backwards. Rufus is the fighter. I have it backwards. Um, okay. So, with that, is, so is there anything in town that you guys need to take care of, or do you think it's about high time to get moving out? I'm ready to... Skedaddle. I just want to know if that's really Elmo's dad, or if he was just in that I've been thinking about that, too. (laughs) (laughs) Like, wait a minute. Hold on a second. Can we we go back? There's more questions. I I can't ask him now. There's also still a spy somewhere. Right? Like, there are spies in the town. Supposedly, yeah. Supposedly. Maybe his dad's a spy. (laughs) Make for a great sitcom. Yeah, I was gonna say. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Two and a half spies. <laughs> spies! Anyway, so, um, with that, what's the plan for the party? 
Alright, so, um... Are we stopping to go talk to Burn and ask about assistance in that regard, or are we just bouncing? I mean, I feel like talking to Burn to get a potion would be fine. Okay, so the party stops over by the tower of Burn and Rufus before they head out for good. Because on the way out anyway, right? Yep. Okay, and so when you guys head out there, a couple of guards are guarding the entrance. And since they kind of recognize you, they step aside and let you guys in. And once you come in, uh, Rufus comes uh, first, and he approaches and he says, What do you want? Um, I was, we're planning an attack on the moat house, and I was wondering if there were any goods that you could offer us that would be beneficial. Maybe like a potion of healing, or perhaps a weapon or armor that you would be willing to part with that would aid our cause. And then he puts his hands on his hips and he says, well, this isn't some charity or something. We offered a prize if you guys can go and bring back Larry's head. That's about all we're going to offer you. I just figured that with one of your tenants being helping people, that you'd be willing to help those, willing to help others. And so he puts his, he shifts his weight to one side and he says, Yeah, I mean, I guess I can ask Burn if he's got anything he can spare you, but I ain't giving you any sort of magic gear or something like that. He says, I don't know you people, and you could be just running some sort of scam. I get it, you want to do some good for the town, but... I don't know. I've met a lot of nice people. Oh, And so with that, he goes upstairs and comes back down with Rufus... I mean, with Burn, and Burn leads the two of them, and he he stops in front of you and he says, Ah, good. What can I help you with? Um, hello. I was just talking to Rufus, and we were inquiring as to whether you had anything that would help us on our assault of the moat house that you'd be willing to part with. There's an assault on the moat house? Are you going there today? That was the plan. And he raises an eyebrow and he says, Right. Such panache, such gusto, the gumption of this party is truly impressive. He says, Maybe it's just a matter of the DM rolling double sixes on a reaction roll, but I feel like you must have it today. He says, I'll go fetch you something to perhaps assist in this quest. May the gods be on your side. And he rushes past. And on yours. I hope it's a go. And Rufus just Chicken. starts like, running his fingers between on the bridge of his nose and just goes, ah. Ah, boy. A hundred chickens. Surely you can part <laughs> with a single go. Just a bag of holding with a hundred chickens in it. Yeah. You have ten minutes. <laughs> and so with that, he comes back downstairs with a small bottle of some red liquid sloshing around inside. And he holds it up and he says, this should be good for about one use. He says, may it come in use to you. And he hands it over. But it is indeed a potion of healing. At that time. And a potion of healing will grant a, a d6 plus one points <laughs> of health. Um, Big shots. But, but with that, he says, but he uh, he turns to you again and he says, I do hope that you all do well on this. And he says, I think that doing this sort of thing will earn you quite a, quite a name for yourselves in this region. He says, I hope you're willing to live up to such expectations. And to have such a reputation and such renown, surely it takes great bravery. For those of us who don't make it back, uh, we can bury him in town, right? And he says, you know, I saw a couple of people a little earlier burying some dead guy on a hill. That's not private property. That's, that's private property, bud. Yeah, you can take that up with um, Pandora. He's the one who was doing it. 
I'll have him arrested at once. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> just paying it for it. Um, okay, and so yep. with that, the uh, party is good to go. Um, if they have any... You said 1d6 plus 2, right? 1. Plus 1? Okay, I thought you said plus 1. Trying to get a fast one on me. Well, I thought it was plus 1, and I was like, no, Sarah, it was plus 2. Don't undersell yourself. <laughs> 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 God damn it. I like, I like the little pep talk you gave No, I did, because I was right, and I went, 2. <laughs> um, okay. And so, with that, um, yeah, so the party's ready to head on their way. So with that, the party makes it down the path the typical way that they usually do until they reach that um, fork in the road. Um, and my question for you now is, what would you do when you reach that crossroad? I'd walk. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go to the south and Action Willie's going to kind of hop like just in the tree line a little. Okay. Keep our eyes peeled, I suppose, unless we want to send someone to scout ahead. Ricky's walking pretty fast. He's a little excited. <laughs> Just uh, you know, ready to bash some heads in for a little bit. Okay. Um, and so after the party follows this path for quite a ways, um, it does seem like the path gets a little hard to follow for a bit, and the party tries their hardest to keep on to the general sense of self, but... Not having anybody who's very good at finding their way through the wilderness, the party continues in the best direction since they have, and they continue down through the copses of trees, past bushes and brambles, walking through marshy wetlands, until eventually they pop out of a thicket of trees and see before them a large dilapidated-looking building that seems to be something like a moat house, with a large tower in the front, large castle-styled walls on either side, and it seems like it's sort of like a large sort of block. And there's the one tower, and there's a moat that runs all the way around it. This place, though, is covered in refuse and, uh, uh, like, just bramble and decay. So, with that, what would you guys like to do? This place is about 500 feet away from you guys. Is there a moat around the moat house? Yeah. Drawbridge? Yeah. And there's a, a drawbridge connecting the entrance by is the tower. Is the drawbridge up or down? It is down. Can we see anybody? Uh, from where you're standing? No. Yeah. The place seems pretty bereft of all peoples. I cast Armageddon. I don't <laughs> even know what that does. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Gola's going to say, um, the bridge is down up there. That might be a trap. We should definitely watch ourselves. Yeah, can we see other, any other points of aggress to enter? Um, from where you're standing looking at the place? No. We want to do a circle around it? Yeah. Staying in the wood line? Okay, if that's the plan. We don't have to all go. We can just send one or two people. I think we just send a beefcake out there, too. But which beefcake? <laughs> Send a beefcake. Send, send the new guy. Send the new retainer. Send the new retainer. Well, he's gonna. He has to show himself. He's gonna earn it. He's gonna earn it. So Slurge goes with whoever, whoever wishes to. Not me. <laughs> or me. Did you say Slurge? The well, Lylan will go. I'm an illusionist, it's so maybe I have an eye slurge, for like dumb. an illusion. Maybe I'll like have an eye for something not real. So me and you. <laughs> Action Willie's gonna follow, but about like 
30 feet or and so back. And that means that Dink Dink will also follow. Alright, Dink Dink needs like a rubber blocker on his, his hammer. You're a barbarian! Yeah, that's why he that's why we're over like 30 he, feet plus he back. Dink Dink's oh. my choice. I'm also balding if anybody's curious. <laughs> Truly we weren't. That looks kind of like... <laughs> Truly we were not. <laughs> No, I was just like, it was kind of like Captain Picard, but yeah. in his early days. So we're just like skirting around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do a perimeter. Perimeter check. Okay. So as the party skirts around the place and starts walking around, um, do you go to the left or to the right? Is the From in front of us is the bridge on the left. Straight. Like, you guys are looking at it like almost at a, I don't want to say, like if it was shaped sort of like a diamond, like you're coming at like the home plate sort of part of it, where the tower is. So if you go around the left, you'll be going around to one side of the building. If you go to the right, you'll be going around the other side. But the bridge is, like, right before you. Okay. So if you walked in a straight line there, you touch the bridge. To the right? I mean, yeah, seems to Okay. So as the party starts heading around um, and heads towards the right, you guys start walking past the marshy outcroppings of, and thickets of, like, uh, uh, tall grasses and, and um, cattails and whatnot. And as you guys are walking around the moat's edge, you guys can see when you come around the corner that there is a large collapsed-in wall on the uh, on the le- on the right side. Um, and when you guys walk past here, you can see that the rubble is like well stacked up to the ceiling. So even though the wall is kind of collapsed in, it doesn't seem like there's much of like clearance for somebody to climb into the place. You get what I'm saying? And the farther you continue around, you see that there is, in fact, another crashed-in wall with another pile of rubble that leads a pretty high ways up. But this one seems to have more clearance for somebody to be able to crawl through and get in. Um, do you guys want to go all the way around the place? Just one big loop? Yeah. Okay, so as the party continues all the way around, on the left side, um, there is a uh, another collapsed-in wall that leads towards what seems to be the center courtyard. This one seems to have the most clearance out of all. Okay. Dink, dink. This looks like our best way in. Dink, dink. Okay. And you just need what you position. Send the <laughs> send the signal. Dink, dink. <laughs> <laughs> you can like scramble off to the party. You can be like. Yeah, just uh, we'll let you know that we'll we'll be right back with the rest of the crew, and me and Dink, dink will run off to grab the others. Slurge is standing in an aggressive position, getting ready to prove his worth. He's gonna die. With his. Go ahead. The hell do I have Short no sword. <laughs> yeah, with his can He has no weapons to stop. <laughs> I have 1d10, that's all I know. I have studded leather, leather claw, bird cloak, and a helmet. It's probably a, like a long sword. Yeah, it was long sword. Or a great sword. I one Greg, damage. You were the one who had to write it down. We're doing fantastic. You know, Greg. <laughs> don't lump us in with you with this we. Uh, you know what? I don't need attitude right now. I'm very stressed. Um, oh, it's a two-handed sword. Very good. So, uh, with that, what's the plan for the party? So, yeah, we get back to the party and actions. Gonna let them know. Uh, seems like there's a fallen wall that's a clear shot in which is probably a safer bet than the front door. You guys ready to roll out? Yep. Then go low. Yeah, let's go. Go, go Power Rangers. 
There's no old ranger in this party. Okay, let's, let's calm down. Okay, so what's the marching order for this? Well, I'm still up. Uh, Surge is at the wall. Is there enough clearance for us all to get through, or is it only enough clearance for... Yeah, I mean, just for the sake of, uh, of um, figuring things out, yep. what would be the typical marching order for the party when we're walking around? Well, if we're actually going to be starting, like, scout ahead and stuff, do we want you to... I figured that was for, like, I, and I'm asking now just because it seems like we're done with the scouting part and actually, like, moving into the place. Well, so, I, I don't want to move in until, like, we have someone, like, scouting. Like, oh, at least inside. Be, yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Like, we'll all gather up out on, like, the outskirts. Sure, because you also still have to swim through the moat. Who's going to Oh, it's, I, it's not crumbled into the... Oof. Dink Dink, not swim so good. <laughs> we can just throw Dink Dink. <laughs> You know, I he don't would know go. He that. would go first, like through the through the little crumbly bit, because you know, at least he's got some HP and decent AC. Uh, so when we get near the crumbled edge, uh, Willie's gonna toss a rock into the water. Do a ration. Yeah, I'll, to- I'll toss a ra- ration. Ration on a ten foot pole or something, and put it on. I have a ten foot pole. <laughs> so yeah, just like, strap a ration to the end of a ten foot pole and put it in the water and see what happens. Okay, so you slosh it around in there. Nothing seems to, nothing seems to bite or budge. Cool. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Greg. You're welcome. I have a fifty foot rope. Great. You can get somebody on the other side, tie it, and you just all I don't think people know how rope works. I feel like this happens every time I play this game. People are like, let's just tie it around and pull them. Like, how does that work? How does that work? You just jump a cannonball in them, they pull you out? Yeah, this is just rope? Okay. Well, I I have a grappling hook. Yeah, just hork one of them like a fish. Why don't we just climb the wall at this point? We got 50 feet of rope and grappling hook. Let's just go straight over it. Yeah, that works for me. Go ahead, guys. <laughs> Follow Greg into this uh, this plan. I'm the only one who hasn't killed, had a character character kill, so I mean he's the one to trust. <laughs> what to go for? You know, he got ample warning to stand down. <laughs> I'm so glad it was Wilby who died first, <laughs> just because it, it was like the one character that somebody's like, I love him from all my past games, and he gets murked in the first. <laughs> uh, Willie's gonna attempt to move silently across. Across what? The water. water. Yeah. Um, I'm how not sure big is the gap. Work like how much water feet. do we have to travel through? It's about ten or so feet directly across, and that's not accounting for like the the bit of like drop off. So it's like ten feet of like deep water, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it's a steep in a steep climb up to the base of the moat house itself. And we haven't noticed like anything perturbed at all in the water. Uh-huh. No. Okay. And we didn't feel anything with the temple pole like poking around. No, nothing at all. Okay. So what was the uh, what was the percent chance of move silent? So. Yeah. What was the percent chance of move silent? I love how like the, it feels like when you guys are saying this, you're like giving yourself your like insurance that if Dan pulls a fast one, you're like, yep. okay, look at that thing doing the fucking boom ration. Bad damn. So what's the chance of uh, move silent? Twenty. Okay, so you plunk into the water and slosh about, trying to be quiet, but still stirring up enough water and making enough noise that it, you're not being quiet. But it's not like you're, like, flailing and splashing everywhere. You know what I mean? So yeah. you're just walking through water normally. <laughs> like, is it, have you yeah, seen a Navy seal in water? They're pretty quiet. 
Okay, is he a Navy SEAL? He's a thief. I am a level one thief. He also failed on his move silently. I don't know Okay, well, Greg's taking over the game now. We all have ARs now, so... Let's go storm this mode else with AR-15. Everyone, make sure you slice the pie, breach and clear, you know? That's messed up. Okay, so now... Um... Okay. Yeah, go to the other side. Yeah, so you make it to the other side and you're able to try climbing up. So let's get a... Was that, that one or Willie? Isn't it falling down? It is, but it's still a sheer surface. Like, there's enough rocks in here that you can climb it, but he still has to do a climb. Sheer surface. Joke. No. It's an 87. Okay. I'll do it for you. Okay. Okay. So you start scampering up the rocks, and you manage to get up there pretty easily. And right now, you're standing in what appears to be a courtyard of sorts. Uh, The courtyard itself is, I would say, roughly 60 feet across by 60 feet, so it's a nice, like, square courtyard. Uh, To the northeast, there is a stairwell that rises up, and to the southwest, there is the entrance to the tower itself. Um, To the perfect south is the bridge entrance to the place, Um, but yeah, that's about it. Guys, I turn back and give the signal to have them follow. Okay. Did you want to throw a rope in the, uh, over the edge? That's Willy, right? Yeah. Oh, that thing thing jumps in the water. Okay. Yeah, I toss a rope to Tink Tink. <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm I mean, right yeah. here! <laughs> okay, what's his, what's his strength? Uh, oh, that's, I almost said 8, but that's the wrong one. 12! Okay, so Tink Tink tries swimming across and manages to get over to the rope and start pulling himself up. Okay. So now, whoever's next? You didn't see anything in Slurge. the courtyard? Slurge goes next. Okay. Yeah, Slurge manages to try to cross without any difficulty. It's a height thing before anything else. So as you make it over, you grab onto the rope and start climbing up. And Ricky Lady. Okay, same deal. If we just have any short characters, that's the only reason why I was bothered with the swim thing. Nope. Okay, so everybody manages to make it over and start climbing up. So, again, as I described before, the southwest is the tower's entrance, the perfect south is the bridge, to the northeast is the stairway leading up into, like, the inside of the moat house, but apart from that, this place, which takes up, like, about a quarter of the overall size of the moat house, is just a big open courtyard, and it doesn't seem like there's anything going on in here. Well, we gotta find the basement. Yeah, that's where they said it, that he was. Okay. So just the plan, man. I'm gonna try to move silently and check. That. <laughs> You're so scared. Yeah. What's the matter? <laughs> Anything looks at me wrong and I die. <laughs> so I literally get scared to death. Oh. Okay. So what what are you doing? Moves in silently where? So what's to the left of us? Um, well, you guys are on the west side, so south of you would be the tower, to the northeast, so directly across, would be the stairway leading up into, like, the inner moat house, um, and then to the south is the bridge. We can't hear anything, right? As much as I want a storm, I don't think that's a good idea. Greg had a good idea with his two fighters. (laughs) Wait a minute, we could die. (laughs) I've seen this before. Well, he's going to ask the group, where should I check out first? It's 
a bit too probably, quiet here. Probably move more towards the back. Are we even sure we're at the right mo house? <laughs> Eight hours of being in the wrong mo house. It's like there's gotta be a basement somewhere. It's completely empty. <laughs> okay, so checking all the corners and every nook and cranny. Super scared. I mean, upstairs seems counterintuitive to where we're trying to go. But also, if there are bad guys hiding and laying in wait, they might be upstairs. I feel like they have such a presence out here; they're not going to be hiding. If they're going to be on the this level, I feel like they're going to be making their presence known. Think they would protect the courtyard a bit more, or maybe they just really don't think anyone would mess with them because everyone's terrified of Larith. So they're just like, no one would come here. Do we notice anything at like any of the entrances or anything? Anything out of no. the ordinary? No. No. I mean, at the top of the stairs, there are a couple of doors up there. One of them's busted off its hinges, but it seems like that place is pretty well closed off. I didn't mention that before, but it's not like there's a huge detail. Do we want to just start at the top and work our way down, or do we want to go straight for the prize? I we go straight for the prize. <laughs> I mean, I imagine you want to clear out as many bandits as you can. Yeah, I mean, Cynthia's just been holding back this whole time from just walking forward and announcing her presence loudly and declaring they come out and challenge her 1v1. Get like, <laughs> get in the yeah, everybody! From the top like, down, get in line, let's do it. But I don't know that we would survive like going around upstairs and looking for extra stuff and then going and fighting the big bad guy. Right. Like, maybe we should clear him out first and then clear off his little yeah, followers. Or, the followers. Or just can, flee. You know, we can just take yeah. his head and dip. He dip his head? I do like that. Yeah, I mean, would you classic. be willing to leave if there are more bandits? Yeah, I mean, uh, I know that uh, they'll fall apart not soon after we cut the head off the snake, but I'll cut down any that stand in our way. Okay, so again, I ask, what is the plan for the party now? We all scream and run towards the entrance. I say we all just move in one unit. At this point, we're going to come across something. Might as well just take it out. So let's get that marching order. Actually, is going to try and move silently, a little behind everyone. A lot behind everyone. <laughs> okay. Okay. So the Thief in the back. Who's on the front? Ricky Leahy and Slurge. Greg, is it Slurge or it's Slurge? Slurge? We're going Slurge. <laughs> we're okay. Slurge. Yeah. It's been Slurge. I'm sad to And are the, uh, yeah, why don't are the we? Knight and the Paladin also in the front? Uh, if we have two people up front, I'll have them hang in the back then. <laughs> He's letting you die. <laughs> well, it's just like, we don't want to clutter the front either. Literally sure. before dipping back behind the party, he's going to talk to Dink Dink and just be like, Bud, go hang out with Golo. You, you got to keep the other people safe. He was, yeah, he's going to do that anyway, but, yeah. <laughs> so are you well and Dink Dink going to be in the middle then? Yeah. The yeah. Yeah. So who's in the perfect middle? Is that going to be the Llewellyn, the yep. illusionist? Yeah, I think. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay, and then on either side we will have Golo the Cleric, Cleric, and then on the other side we'll have Dink Dink. Okay, so there we go. So the front row has the Fighter and the Barbarian, middle row has the Cleric, the Illusionist, and the Dwarf, and then the last row has the Knight and the Paladin, and the party is followed by the Thief. If someone sneaks up on us and you die, Dink is never going to forgive himself. <laughs> yep, the new quest. <laughs> avenging Dink Dink. No, Avenging Willy. Yeah, you're all the same. Just Dink Dink's life mission. <laughs> Just gives up on the party. Very good. 
So, uh, apart from giving up with the party, what else is going on? Are we heading to the door? Well, I guess I'm leaving this. Do, do you want me to roll the move silently, or you got it? You said it was 85? What was it? 20. Oh, jeez, okay. I thought of the wrong skill. Okay, so you try walking quietly behind the party. <laughs> Essentially. I didn't say it. Golo yells back, Hey, we, we can hear you back there, bud. Why don't you just come up here with the rest of us? <laughs> J- joins up. I'm rabbits. <laughs> Very good, Greg. It was just a ploy to get rid of Dink Dink. I get it. It's fine. <laughs> Okay. Wait, so he does come up to the party again? He, yeah, because the party so could hear gonna, him. So who's he sitting next to now? He's right in the mid. In back, the middle? Back in the middle. back row. Okay, so we've split the knight and the paladin with the thief in the middle of them. Alright, so now that we've got this convoluted order now, what is the plan now? Are you going up to that big door? Make sure to check for traps. All that good stuff. I can't. <laughs> You can use items at your disposal to do so. I don't have a stick. Give me the stick. Why didn't you buy a stick? I got rope. Okay. I'm a lasso everything. Okay. Well, use your rope then. Does anybody have a 10-foot pole by chance? I do. Dink Dink does. Dink Dink. Dink Dink. Hand up that 10-foot pole to Ricky. Um, I think Dink Dink will just walk up next to you. Ooh. Dink Dink wants to hold a 10-foot pole. Yeah. Okay. I'm okay with that. Alright. So now we have a square. Perfect. So we're gonna move towards the door while Dink Dink's is. So just... who's in the front? Dink Dink's in the front now? Yeah. No. Haha, dude. So Llewellyn is now on one of the flanks. Yeah, <laughs> Okay. If you move it, you need to tell him so he knows. Yeah, and uh, Action Willie's gonna move up as well to be right behind Dink Dink. Okay. So once again, it's just the two in the back. Okay. Now that we've got that all <laughs> set up. I'm going to read it out again, and we'll have it all set up for when we walk up to the front door that we've been flirting with for the past hour. This is what happens when you play a high mortality game in a podcast, Dan. It's like either we are tactical and make good decisions, or we just rush in. Well, which one do you think sells better? The this second. Is a, this is about money. <laughs> this isn't the front door that has a drawbridge, right? It's a different no, door. No, it's a different one. Yeah, we don't know. We did it! Okay, um, so yeah, so the front row consists of the fighter and the dwarf, the barbarian, and then the second row has the cleric, the thief, and the illusionist, and then the last row has the knight and the paladin. Yep. Okay, alright, so you're at the front door at the bottom of the stairs. What do you do? We walk towards the door while Ting Ting -ting starts smacking the ten-foot pole on things to see if there's traps. (laughs) Clocking everybody in the kneecaps and Ting Ting Ting, stop! Can I listen at the door? Yeah, one of the doors is collapsed in, so you can oh, see okay. in there. Oh. Yeah, and in here, it seems to be something of like a great hall. You look around and you see that uh, there are tattered banners that are hanging from the walls on the other side. Um, peering through that doorway, you can see that there is a passage to the left, a passage to the right, and there seems to be a doorway directly across. This section of room looks like it's about 50 feet by 50 feet. Is it dark or is it lit? Uh, it's well lit. There's torches on the walls. So I think we should all kind of spread out and kind of examine, see if there's anything in here. So move into this main chamber and look around. Tink Tink leads us. Why you call her? Why you call him Tink Tink? It's Dink Dink. Dink Tink leads us. <laughs> oh, I thought you were getting me payback for Wesley. <laughs> yeah, you, no, you, no, you don't get to do that unless they die. 
I was doing that on purpose. Okay. So I was like, I'm going to let him do it. So with that, the party walks in and starts spreading out. And again, there's a passageway now to the west and one to the south, and there's a doorway to the north. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the game. Give us the next eight hours. Examine the manners. Do they have anything printed on them, or are they just regalia? Yeah, when you look at the regalia, it does look like the symbols of, like, uh, rest and for this sort of general area's regalia. So, okay. having walked around this region, you've seen a couple of these banners. And how old was the last time? It's just like... I mean, these look pretty old. Like, okay. 30 years old. So? Roof. What's the plan? So where were the doors again? One to the north, one to the west, and one to the south. Just go to the south wall. Okay, so there's a stairwell to the south, uh, and when you walk over to here, there is this little section of hallway. Um, it leads back about 30 or so feet, but down this section of hallway, there's two doors on your right and one door on your left, but the end of the hallway opens up into a large, expansive room. All right. Ricky's going to lead it. Okay. I motion to the group of going this way and see if they agree. Which way? Down the stairs. Okay. Yeah. Down the hallway? Yeah. Okay. The hallway ends, right? Yeah, it ends in a large room. Okay. Unless you want to go through one of the doors on the other side. But the south door, there's a stairway and then a hallway. No. Not what you said? There's... You said there were stairs. I thought you said there were stairs. That's what oh, I, I misspoke. Said. There's no stairs. Okay. Yeah, my apologies on that. Um, but yeah. So right. I try to sneakily move forward, and I'm assuming with Ricky Leahy. Yeah. Covered in metal armor. Yeah. Okay, so he ding ding dings down the hallway. Um, but yeah, and then you get to the last room back here, and it seems to be like a large. Uh, how do I say? It's a room that's about 40 feet by 20 feet, and it looks like at one point it might have been something of like a meeting area. There's tons of rubble all over the place from. Um, from a, a broken furniture and some of the rocks that have collapsed from one of the walls. Um, but yeah. So it doesn't seem like there's anything of great use in here. Though, I will say that you do see something of a shining bit of, like, something reflective in some of the rubble in the back corner. But it doesn't seem like beyond that there's really anything of use. I go over to the shiny bit. Okay. So, um... What's that? You asked what my AC is. Yeah. What's your AC, Greg? Three. Oh, dear God in heaven. <laughs> He's a dirty 20. It's okay. So, out from the rubble, you hear the sound of... And a giant snake, about, I would say, 12 feet long, lunges out from the rubble and snaps onto your shoulder and tries to wriggle around you and try to tie you in. And as it squeezes onto you, you take two points of damage. Okay, let's roll for initiative, gang. <laughs> I'll say the party still has the same marching order since he's in the front. You got pin on the corner. You went to do it, and I'm like, wait, did it change again? Alright, what's the uh, what's the moves for the party? Everybody in the front row is in base contact with it. I poke it with my stick. <laughs> that snake. That snake. I want. I want. No. I want Slurge to go up to it and give her a good chop. Okay. So low in action. I gotta shoot it with arrows. Okay. Oh! Why are you rolling attacks? Aww. Now you have to lose that. I got a crit, motherfucker! I thought you were telling me to roll. Aww. We have to roll initiative. 
He's been trying so hard to get Slurg to feel excited. Slurg was about to dominate it. He got a 1d10. That's true. He was about to do it. I don't know. Should we allow him to keep it? I think so. Yeah, I think fine. it was a fair roll. It just he did it the wrong time. Great. I mean, isn't it initiative and then it's like movement, then range, yeah, then like, casters, then melee? Yeah, like, okay, very last. I take it back. Don't crit allowed. Great. No, he can keep it if it's still alive by the time we get to him. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, that. yeah. yeah. Okay, there you go, Greg. So you just say that. conditional move for it there. <laughs> you look so sad. Okay, so at this point, so we've got one attack from him. Ricky's attacking. Is Dingtig attacking? Yeah. Okay. But can I, like, I want to move around out of the way of its mouth a little bit. Like, yeah, I mean, I'm saying just because combat's more fluid in this yeah. edition, the, I, the assumption is that you're out of the way enough. Sweet. Um, and then we've got Golo and Action are both throwing things or shooting things. Arrows. Shooting arrows. Okay. And then what's uh, Llewellyn doing? He'll throw a dagger. Okay. And then what are the Night and Paladin up to? Uh, so, like, is it fully exposed from the rubble now? Can we mm-hmm. see the tail of it and everything? Yeah. Uh, and how close is it to the rubble still? Um, well, it's pretty much against the back wall, and it, like, is in a heap. So it, like, kind of, like, just popped out of there and snapped at him. So, coming out of there, removed a lot of the rubble. So, everybody who's a melee character could theoretically just, like, surround it and start beating on it. Okay. Um, I guess, uh, Cynthia will probably move forward to attack him, or Saul will watch the door we came through. Okay, fair enough. Alright, call of color, red or blue? Red. Red. Oh, jeez. All right, so two-handed weapons. It was a tie, if anybody's wondering. Oh, yeah, that's right. Four <laughs> or four. It's a tie. Uh, so slow weapons are technically the ones who go last. I thought we weren't doing slow weapon rolls. In the case of a tie, this is where we would use something like that, just so that it makes sense of who would actually land a chop first. Because theoretically, if the snake's getting melee on you and it kills you, it would go before you. But anyways, we still have to do the movements. So people who are moving to attack are the ones who get to attack first. Slurge. Yeah. was second. And well, Slurge didn't have to move up. Oh, he didn't. Move up. He still didn't have to What are, what's the AC I'm trying to hit? Uh, AC of the snake is a five. Okay. Your snake. Nope. Okay. I so Cynthia rushes up, and with a nice two, she whiffs. Um, and there's no other movements, so we can move to spell casting. No spell casting. We move to the missile round. Well, let loose a couple arrows. Both are gonna miss from Goro and action. What did you say the AC was? I mean, that's a Five. miss. Yeah, it's a miss anyway. Okay. Three and a four. Big whiffs. I rolled a nine. And then we have the melee round. So let's have our good buddy, the uh, fighter, go ahead and roll for it. I got. Nine. <laughs> Great, sounds so defeated. It's just it's so upsetting because it's not gonna feel the same. I mean, I'll, at this point, since like nothing has happened at all, I'll still allow it. You just go last. All right, and then the snake gets a quick bite. Oh, ding, oh wait, ding, 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 kill it. Seventeen. Ding, ding. That hits. Okay. So, Two points of damage. Watch out. Okay, it's dead. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, um, so yeah, you barely managed to wound it by smacking it with what? The battle axe? Is that the weapon? War, Warhammer. War, Warhammer. Right, so you crunch the very tip and tip of its tail and it goes. Um, and then. <laughs> it's just three kids in a big snake suit and they're on the ground like. Beating <laughs> them. <laughs> so the snake tries to jump forward and latch on Ricky Leahy's face. 
and Ricky manages to scoop to the side quickly, and thus the barbarian gets to go in with his critical. So how's the criticals work? Just double the dice and add the modifier once. So nine, four, thirteen, fifteen. Okay, fifteen kills him. So you rush up and behead it in one swift, well I say swift, one very slow and arduous <laughs> chop. <laughs> okay, that was great. Um, yeah, so you behead the snakey snake, and that's it. Okay, so the thing rolls over dead, spurting out blood as it does. We gotta suck the venom out, Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, we don't. Um, so no, I want, I want Greg to roleplay sucking venom out of himself. <laughs> Just turn and slurp Got you in the cross. Yeah, why do you have that grapefruit in your hand? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, okay, now what? Someone get the shiny. So I say, so who wants to lead it now? <laughs> Wait, what was shiny? You're right. Right, you are, you are I thought it was a snake that was shiny. I just figured it was a snake. It was reflective. <laughs> yeah, it was shiny. <laughs> shiny snake. Yeah, when you walk over to the uh, the shiny thing in the ground, you shell across some of the rubble. You find that there's a jeweled dagger in here that looks like it's worth quite a great deal of money. Does it look like the other jeweled dagger? <laughs> <laughs> it's no, this one's not magic. This one's just very ornate. It looks like it's worth about 850 gold pieces. Holy moly moly. Yeah. Alright, you guys ready to dip and start a new life? <laughs> okay, you don't have that much money. And everybody was all complaining about not having XP. It's like you find the one little shiny and all of a sudden... Okay, you're still all gonna die. But the, the point is... is that you're searching top to bottom might be worth it. Okay, so as you guys are standing in here, um, it seems pretty apparent that somebody heard something down the hall, and it sounds like that room to the north... Did Saul see anything? Because he was specifically you can hear, that way. Well, that's what I'm saying, is that he hears the door starting to open. And as it slides open a little bit, he hears the sound of a couple of people coming out. And which door would this be? Is it the north door at the end of the far end of the hall. From, like, the way we came? Because we went straight down Not the hall. Not from the stairwell, but when you guys walked into that great hall with all the rubble and the flags, and there's the north door, the south door, and the west door. Yeah. When you guys went south, these guys are from the right door. So, so overall, these guys are probably about a hundred or so feet away. Okay. Um, we want Cynthia and Versal to lead the way are forward. We, are we, we want... only aware of it, or are we aware of it? Too? Everybody can hear them as the door starts to open. It echoes down. So I motion to like get to the side of the entranceway, so maybe we can get a sneak attack on where it's coming through. Like to the side of this room. Yeah. yeah. So maybe we can sneak attack where it's coming in. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm gonna. So there was no door into this room, right? No. Nope. Okay, I'm gonna walk over and oh, if I have time to on Brasol, I'm gonna have him open one of the doors in the hallway and then just slam it really loud and then go back around the corner. Okay. Yeah, you're able to do that as those guys are having kind of a conversation opening up the door. It sounds like there's about five or six of them that are walking out. Um, and, and as you rush, open the door and slam it, you can hear them say, Whoa, hey, what was that? And I'll have um, Cynthia grab the body of the snake and pull it off to the corner so they can't immediately see it. And then one of them seems to call out and he says, Hey, is there anybody down there? And another one you can hear like a slap noise and he says, No, idiot. It's just that big dumb snake. It's like, I can't believe the boss wants us to feed this thing. Says, yeah, well, you know, there's enough rats in this place, we could probably feed it for a long time. He says, well, I can see why we have to be the one who feed an animal. I'm here to make money, not feed animals. 
And so they start walking down this way in a group. I want to be known that I'm on like this. Like, I know, Greg. Yeah. You're ready to hit him when he comes around. Yeah, the yeah. We will, everybody <laughs> we chop, chop. Very well aware. Chop, how, chop. how big are iron spikes? Uh, uh, the caltrops. I just have iron spikes written here. I think iron spikes that you bought are probably the ones that you like, like nailing like piton. I'm talking about mm. pythons. Piton. But like, how many inches and how heavy are they? Are you throwing these? I'm just trying to see what I can do with them, what their I mean, versatility like, is. I mean, they're like the, the ones that you use to like nail them into rocks so you can like... Okay. Them. So they're like that right. big, I guess, like six, seven. So like if someone was coming around the corner and they got a fright and I stabbed them with one, it would hurt quite a lot. As much yeah, as I guess you so. stab them with anything, though. It's well, just, I don't really. I mean, I do have stab a dagger. With a dagger. Yeah, why don't we use the dagger? How about you take the new dagger that we I got? I was just going there like, I want to make a trap, and I'm like, I can't make a trap. No, I'm going to make my trap. Things trap I mean, we can lay a rope across the floor and then pull it up when they walk through. Oh, and hope they don't and notice then it. And fall on some spikes. Yeah. Okay. That, that's Still be doing thing. the shit out of this. <laughs> Alright, never mind, that was just, you know. So what's the plan then? If, from what I've heard, everybody ran to separate sides. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah We're laying the, in wait. Action Willie's gonna hide in the shadows. Okay. That's a ten percent. I mean, as far as it goes right now, you're hit enough that I'll be at first. Unless you wanted to like wait after the first round of combat to come out. You know what I'm saying? In which case then you'd have to roll, but for this part, nah. You're probably gonna get the jump on them. And the snake is really decapitated, well. right? Yeah, but push off to the side. Okay, so with that, the group of uh, six of them start meandering down the hallway and just taking heavy footsteps. And they start talking about some random stuff. And they say, can you believe Lubash has the attitude to try to eat one of us? Can you believe that? I, I know Jim was dead, but like, still. And then they come into this room and enter uh, the threshold of the chamber you guys are all in. So on a surprise check... Yeah, they do not notice whatsoever that you guys were in here and are absolutely ganked on it. And they are just in a dark room and not knowing that people are in there with them. So uh, you guys can go ahead and tell me what you're going to do, as you have three rounds of surprise on them to do as you please. Oh, shit. Th- Thief's going to s- stab one in the back. Okay. Stab, should just stab three in the back, I guess? <laughs> yeah. yeah. With iron spikes. Ricky Lady's going around a helicopter and going to fly on just head, head height. Okay, so then let's get everybody in, in actions then. Is anybody casting spells? No, I'm not. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> Woody Spellcaster. Apparently not you guys. Um, and then we have melee attacks from pretty much everybody, or is the knight not going to allow this? Golo's going to shoot an arrow. Um, yeah, I think Cynthia's just going to, like, pop out and just, I guess, attack one of them. I mean, so she's cool with attacking the people who don't know that she's there? She'll announce her presence. I mean, like, I'm right here. Yeah, as, as, <laughs> as much as you can on someone who's startled that you're there. She's just Surprise, like, hey. Okay, so let's roll attacks. Because it's a uh, missile attacks first. All ranged characters can go ahead. Hello. Or, yeah, I guess she'll just set it out. She just won't attack. Because that's what I was going to say is knights get that weird thing where they have to fight fair like that. Yeah. I don't think Olo's going to hit with a 9. Fair enough. And then the rest are melee attacks. Okay, so let's go ahead for those melees. Oh, boy, another crit. Dang. Oh, crit. <laughs> Plus I do double damage from stabbing behind. I got a oh, crit divided wait. by 10. Wait, what? I got a crit divided by 10. Oh, oh no! Oh, Do fumbles no. do anything in this game? I got a one! 
No, fumbles just mean an automatic miss. Oh. So that's Dink Dink. Okay, so in that case, and these guys only have AC6, um, so you said with the backstab you do double damage anyway? Yeah, you had a plus one in the attack roll to begin with, so you get to do quadruple damage on this one? No, you double what you and then times two? Oh, I think he's dead. So (laughs) 13 damage? Yeah, 26 in total. Uh, plus one, because my plus one. Oh, damage. right, yeah, because you're strong enough. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 27 damage on this poor guy. We've been dealing out like, threes and killing people. This guy comes out with 27. Yeah, I think he's dead, Jim. Uh, two, three, five damage. Okay, okay. And, uh, is that with the strength mod? Yeah, plus one. Okay, so with that, yeah, you kill another one. Leaving only four of them left. I do ding, ding. one damage. Nope, this is Llewellyn stabbing. Dink Dink got a one. <laughs> Llewellyn's like, Llewellyn yeah. stabbed with uh, one point of damage. Okay. Greg, what are you rolling now? I got 13. Oh, for Sludge. Okay. I got 13, and it's a tie, so Defender wins. Well, no, no, no. This one, if he needs it, beats it. Okay. So. Uh, 11. 11 damage? Yeah. Yeah, so you killed another one. Okay, so in that case, we killed one with a super crit, we killed another one with your crit, and then we killed another one with your other attack, and then you wounded one for one point of damage. Yep. Meaning that after the first round of combat, there's only three guys left and one's wounded. We still got two more surprise rounds. Oh, they sure do. (laughs) Guys, I love this addition. That one. My second attack. Taking another arrow shot. Mm -hmm. Hello. Nat 20. You guys are wasting them all. (laughs) Buy it. Alright, so double damage. That's 14. 14 damage. Yeah, okay, so you kill him real good. And then come in with the dagger. 13 to hit on Action Willy. That meets it, right? There's six. Mm-hmm. Yep, that meets it. That's uh, a sneak attack. <laughs> just the one time where action just gets really, really effective. Four damage. Five damage. That kills no one, so that means that there's only one guy left and he's wounded. Alright, Ricky only got a 12. And so this one's a Serp. Yeah. Schlerp. And he got a 5. Okay. And then Dink Dink's the last one to go. Uh, I mean, uh, Llewellyn. 14. Was that Llewellyn or Dink Dink? Dink Dink. Because okay. that was a 14. Okay, 14's a hit. Oh, it is? Mm-hmm. Okay. Five damage. Okay, so five kills. So the whole gang of them get killed in under ten seconds. And yeah, so it's just a We're pretty badass online. Yo, you tell me that when you get wiped by like a giant rat or something like that. <laughs> That's the funniest part about this game is like when you succeed on something right like that, like, oh they are wiped. But then a giant rat bites you and you die and you're like Just gotta okay. remember that they can get surprise on us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um but yeah, so they're all dead in a heap on the floor, and it doesn't seem like there's a the much hope for them. Okay, yeah, so as you go around scuffling through their pockets looking for stuff, you find three gold pieces and six silvers amongst them. They weren't making much money, huh? Hmm? They weren't making much money. I mean, that's just what they're keeping in their pockets as they're walking around. We feed them to the snake. <laughs> the snake's head. Yeah, we put them inside the snake's mouth. <laughs> the snake's head's still alive, like for another twelve hours. I, you know, that sounds about right. That's some Jeff Corwin shit right there. Um, but uh, so now what? I say we just wait a second, and try to listen. <laughs> okay. 
Yeah, I mean, it doesn't... You guys caught them so off guard that you didn't even really make too much noise back here. So, with that... Uh, yeah, I mean, it's quiet. So they came from the north door. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that leads me to believe that the north door will lead us somewhere where there are people. Yeah, if we want to head the way they came, that's what I was thinking, too. Okay. Do we want to check these doors real quick? Three in the hallway? Might as well. Sure. Can we listen to the, like, see if there's anything on the other side before we open the doors? Sure. Who's got the listening? Wait, I'm going to go over uh, which I one of your character has the healing potion. You took well, two damage. No, no, I just want to hold it, because I'm the one damaged so far, just in case I get damaged a little bit more. Just pop that back with that. feels like a weenie thing I'm not going to give it to you. Okay, <laughs> okay so I kill her. <laughs> okay. Um... So, <laughs> I almost got a crit. <laughs> almost. Yeah, I felt it. Um, so that the uh, I worked hard to get so that. I had to do a lot of. If we're scoping doors, are we going to the one on the right side from where you guys are standing, or the two on the left side? Which one did? I'll do the one you slammed Slam first. Open, yeah. yeah. Okay. See, so, yeah, nobody came out of that. <laughs> it's just a bear in here. <laughs> okay, so you go to listen with it, with which character? Uh, with Action Willy. Does he have a bonus on it? Yeah, he's uh, two, and two and six. Okay, okay. So you listen in, and you hear absolutely nothing. Okay. Doors can't talk to stone, right? That's just for families, right? Oh, okay. I thought you said doors can't talk to stone. I'm like, all right. So Sarah's out of the camp. Sarah's the iron spike, and I talk to the door. <laughs> I don't hear anything behind this door if someone wants to open it. And check. <laughs> You're like, I really trust this. Step, <laughs> step away from it. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Everybody looks to I open the door. door. <laughs> okay, so uh, a giant snake. We <laughs> no, you push the door open, and inside it just looks like somebody had a temper tantrum and broke all the furniture in a nice room. Nothing in you guys. You want to go listen to another door? Yeah, I'll go listen to another door. So right, think, think, on the opposite side. Think, think, think you want to listen in on... I can listen on the other door because I have a two yeah, and six so as well. So we'll split. Damn. Okay. What do you mean by like a temper tantrum though? Like they just, like they just bashed all the furniture. What kind of furniture did it look like it was? I mean, it looked pretty decent for what it's worth. It but I mean, like, like was, was it like, like chairs and sofas or was it like a table? I mean, it, the room itself is only about 10 feet by 10 feet. So what you could fit in here was pretty much just like a single bed and then a nice bureau. Okay. Maybe a chair or something, but apart from that, it's hard to tell from all the broken pieces. It looks like at one point this was a nice guest room, but yeah. So, which room was Dink Dink listening at? The one on the other side of the hall, or the one next to the room you guys just opened? The one next to the room that we were just in. Let's do that. Okay, so you put your ear to the door, and you don't hear anything at all. Dink Dink. Twice is all clear, right, Dink Dink? Dink Dink. Cool. And I listened to the one opposite. So. Oh, shit. Okay. You don't hear anything in this one either. This sounds all clear, too. You, you want to go ahead and open them? I don't feel comfortable open this door. <laughs> <laughs> what? Got two like, of them. like, something tells Can me. Can I pull out my pole and just open the door and then push it open? That's metagaming. Yeah, that's metagaming as shit. I go that's and I open what the it door. says to do in the primer. What do you mean? It's be metagaming as yeah. well. <laughs> yeah. It really does, yes. No, it does. Oh, not. it does. It, it, at one point it says you're not playing what your character you would do you're keeping your characters alive yeah with the guardian angel thing yeah yeah. I don't think it means like if the DM gives you a look 
Oh, if you see the DM roll a dice, that means take precaution. If you had to roll a dice, that's the kind of meta gaming that they're not talking about. But the idea of, like, I don't know, a certain character like, maybe not being the one to double check doors, like, that would be the kind of metagamey that you're like, well, we've been screwed before because we didn't have a 10-foot pole, so let's bring a 10-foot pole in this quest. That might not be in a dwarf's idea pool of what to bring with them on a quest, but you brought that idea to the table. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But the idea of being like, well, the DM, we just opened three doors with no problems, it's probably going to be full we've of We've only monsters. opened one, and it was the one I, I opened as planned. No, no, we, we never haven't. opened up the one behind us, so I'm going to start with that door. <laughs> Wait, the one that... The one that I checked? Yeah, the one that yeah, was... Yeah, I feel like Dink Dink opened the door already. Oh. Oh, Being okay. like, I didn't hear anything, and then like, it would have been like, people up. Okay, so when you push the door open with gusto, it smacks into something on the floor, like a like a table or something like that, some piece of furniture that's close to it, and immediately you hear the sound of, like, one chirp, two chirp, three chirps, and all of a sudden it's just an ocean of chirping noises as a barrage of bats come flying out of the room and go fluttering past um, Dick Dick and knock him on his butt and start just going flying down the hallway and a huge uh, gust of it. Uh, what do you guys do as they come pouring out? I pull out my nunchucks. <laughs> Very good, Greg. Make references to a game that literally only in you and I. Like, okay. Yeah. So anyway, Greg pulls out his nunchucks and gets eaten by bats. <laughs> okay. What does everybody else do? Watches in horror. I drop, I drop to the floor. <laughs> Fuck that! I'm dropping to the floor. How, are they like ding things on his butt? But are they like atta- like flying around him, or are they just flying past him? No, they fly past him. Okay. Um. Guys, if you're rabies, I'm dropping. <laughs> the barbarian, um, you. <laughs> are we all dropping? Yeah. My paladin's immune to disease. He's he's <laughs> fine. He's fine. <laughs> just the I mean, they're going <laughs> out. The way we aren't, right? Yeah, if you guys were still in the snake room, then you guys were heading up. Yeah. But I imagine everybody else in the hallway was in the susceptible to the bats fluttering in. But okay. So all the bats come skittering and fluttering by in a screeching little rampage, and they flutter out and they take a turn immediately by the stairs and vacate through the big open doors that you guys came in through. So I say, do we look in here or we just close that door? (laughs) I mean, now that the bats are gone, can take a look. I, I go when I... Is it dark in there? I'm assuming it's dark. Mm-hmm. Right now. It was till we opened the door. Mm-hmm. So I go grab the, a lantern on the wall, a torch on the wall, and I kind of put it through the door, light it up a little bit. Okay. So, I mean, when you look inside of here, you can see that there was a lot of furniture in here as well that looks pretty nice, but this stuff doesn't look like it's really worth as much as it's made to look like. Like it's like, I don't know, crappy wood that's been given cheesy little designs on it. But apart from that, there's nothing to use in here. Alright, so I close the door, I toss the, the torch down the, into the snake pit. And I say, <laughs> nothing in there. Fire. Hey, uh, think, think, I didn't hear anything coming from this door, but maybe we should use some caution opening this time. And I step away. And just look, look at you. Cover my face. I feel like I... is still a little bit like, ooh. Kick that shit down. Yeah, I'll come help Ding Ding stand up, brush God, him God, off. Got a, I'm like too fright. <laughs> Very good. So are we gonna do that, or are we gonna just have me open the door? You get the last door, Chief. Nice. Okay. So I go over and I open the door. Okay, so you push it open to look inside. This room has the most intact stuff. Uh, the only one thing that kind of stands out as being different than the other rooms is a broadsword, or like a longsword, if you will, that's been just like shafted into uh, a dresser. So somebody just like chopped it in and it's sticking out. But apart from that, I mean, the mattress is still pretty well intact, and the furniture seems to all 
be pretty well off. I want to open that dresser. Okay, so you open it up, and there's just a bunch of old, stinky clothing inside. Is there anything special seen about that sword? Nope, just a long sword. Kind of looks through the rest of the room. Yeah, I mean, you look underneath the bed, you move around the mattress and stuff, and you don't see anything of use. Okay. So I walk out and there's nothing in there but a sword and a bureau. Okay. And now what? To the north door. To the north? Yeah. Oh, okay. Let's do it. Are we taking the old marching order from before? With the uh, beefcakes in the front? Beef in the back, beef in the front. Like a reverse sandwich. Mm-hmm. The double down. <laughs> it is the double down. Is, is what's his fa- Is uh, Dink Dink still using his bowl to poke in front of us? Is that not a thing anymore? <laughs> if if we've already traveled door. through it, I guess we, you don't need to, <laughs> but if we're hitting like yeah. the entire tour, New terrain. Well, could you imagine being behind like that north door and then just a 10 foot pole comes like <laughs> dinking through the door, like feeling around? <laughs> like, Dink Dink. <laughs> Like, there's a giant anteater outside. <laughs> okay. So the party meanders up to the north door. I see. I have one of them listen. Is it, it's not I open. I have one of them listen. I asked one of them to Go. listen. Go. You listen. It's not open, right? No. Okay, then I'll listen. I got okay. two and six. So you listen in, and you can hear about four people inside. Dink, 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 dink. There's four of them. <laughs> I've seen this in a movie. <laughs> Thanks for letting us know, Dick Dick. It just gives a thumbs up. Clutch just readies an arrow, pointed at the doorway. Um. Damn. Well, yeah, do we want to kick the door down? Do we want to lure him out? What do we want to do? I totally missed what just happened. I apologize. You're all done. <laughs> Very good, Mr. Gregory. I uh, checked the door and there were four people inside. Alright, so we're going to light it on fire. Okay. We're just going to light a door on fire. Okay. Well, um, there's that, I guess. I back up as I ready my bow. <laughs> so, yeah. So I say let the archery people stand in the, the way of being seen so they can shoot their arrows. They come charging out and do the same thing we did to the other people. We just let them come out the door and gank them. Um, well, if it's on the surprise round, you guys have to go to them. That's what I'm saying. We're going to open the door and have them ready to draw their arrows and shoot at them. And when they come charging out, then the rest of them, us are going to be hiding just right. My point is, if it's a surprise round, they're not coming out. Can we yeah, set you have to, run it. to the door? Is Can you what? Are you trying to set fire to the door because he said so? <laughs> We're not setting fire to the door. <laughs> I'm just asking because I'm... Well, because like, if we kick the door open, then they are not going to be surprised. Oh, they'll be surprised. <laughs> they will when a couple arrows follow it. Because if they're just sitting around playing... Like, imagine if somebody just came flying like, out Like, I can hear like, four people, but uh, what are the four people... This is what's like, happening. What are you guys What are the sounds of the four people? Like, are they... I mean, it sounds them? like they're having kind of a quiet conversation right. with themselves. Okay. What do you think of Ricky kicking in this door, arrows shooting in the rest charge and attack? Why don't we lure him out? And I was like, what if we set the door? I mean, if no, what was the, the name, what was the name they said earlier? Of, uh, uh, Labash. Was it Labash? Labash. You want to eat I mean, a dead yeah. body? He ate a gym. We could just say, what if we just knock on the door? Could what? one of us impersonate <laughs> the voices of the guys we heard before and just shout, Labash has gone nuts, he's trying to kill us, get out here? I think Dink Dink would be great at that. <laughs> dink 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 <laughs> You guys hear that? Lubash is out there eating people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it's cold. It's so, cold. I mean, if somebody wants to try it, they can go ahead. We can do that. We can pour oil under the door and light it on fire. 
and I have burn them. Up. I don't like how often you guys are referencing <laughs> this idea, Greg, and lighting the place well, on I fire. I really don't well, like... I was trying to think of luring them out. That's what I was Yeah, that's probably yeah. the best bet. I think that would be good, and then we'll just... Whoever says it kind of has to be if further away, lantern, so it should be one of the archers. AKA, there's oil in that lantern, but and I got one steel. Would then be if we pour oil under the door and set it on fire. How do we then get in that room right. once it's on fire? That's why I don't like that. Yeah. Okay. okay then let's I'm go like, back to the someone so, screaming so or somebody discussing this outside the door. Right. We, no, sure. we backed away from the door. Yeah, we we went back, back down to the snake pit. <laughs> no, I don't think you would have. So from like the back side of the room, I guess uh, Action Willie's going to be like, all right, game, time to take action. Damn, he just runs don't away. try to make a catchphrase now. Hey, we we could use some help out here. So wait, are we standing against the door or are we just all just in the hallway just like, yeah, we could. <laughs> I think it's Lubash, right? Lubash. Lubash. L- yeah, Lubash. Wait, are we still going crazy the and trying to eat us? I'm standing against the door. I mean, like me and door Ricky and Slur are just standing, yeah. What's your charisma? Nine. Okay. Nobody comes out. God damn it. <laughs> Right. Can I listen to the door again? Are they still just having a quiet <laughs> so conversation? Funny. Why didn't we just like, knock? Guys, hurry! Lubash is coming! And just nobody comes out and it goes dead quiet in the other room. <laughs> we should have just knocked. So now it's gone quiet in the other room. Alright, so I'm just gonna sit here and just. I'm, both I'm my sorry, guys so who's ready. outside of the door? Because it sounds like Greg keeps saying this. And I mean, Dink Dink is because he's listening at the door on repeat. Oh, damn, okay. Well, because they keep I feel like Dink Dink's going to get nailed by a door. <laughs> Squish. Okay. Uh, is anybody else by the door? Uh, no, I think... Rishal and Cynthia are probably in the back as well. Okay, so what's Ricky Leahy doing then? I, my guys are just getting ready for somebody to come out, and we're just going to dank them. And then Action was busy... Practicing his voices. And <laughs> help, help, they're coming. Oh no, it's a terrible world. I think you should kick in the door. I feel like that's just a way to go at this point. Okay. I'm going to move a little bit to the side. Now, now this is where I get sneak attacked. <laughs> no. Oh, shit. You guys are only out here like, come out, please. And they go quiet, and you're like, hmm, we should just kick in the door then. I don't want to kick in the door. The door. Right. We'll just leave. We'll block that yeah, door, and we'll it. do something else. <laughs> yeah, let's go get the <laughs> furniture. Let's go door. get the furniture and block this door, and we'll go look at the rest of the place. Set yeah. it on fire now. Oh, <laughs> now we set it on fire. Yeah, okay, okay so, so we'll let's... block the door with one of the tables in the banquet hall, and light the door on fire, and walk off. I have a dumb question. Easy peasy. Then we're not walking into their trap, we can go do something else. What's the dumb question? So, when we were in that this room that we were in, you said there was a door to the north, north to the north, south, and the west. west. And which door did we come through? We came you up came some stairs. You came through the stairs from the, from the south. Okay, west. okay. So there is a third door that we could go through. Yes. Okay, so it wasn't a dumb question. So right? I want to barricade this door. Does it seem like this door opens out or opens in? It opens out. Alright, so I'm thinking, my guys stand here. Some of you guys go grab some furniture. We'll just stick it right in front of this door. It's a little safety precaution. So in case they do come out, we're going to hear them coming. Up. So I'm going to stand yeah. here. Do you, somebody go get like a table or something. Is yeah, the other... Shit. I am standing guard at the door where they are at. <laughs> I... <laughs> Someone listen at the door. I'm your Someone goddamn servant. <laughs> Alright, so we're going to go get some furniture. Is that real? 
Why not? I guess. Okay. <laughs> Who's getting the furniture? Llewellyn? Um, <laughs> Tink Tink. It's Tink Tink's job. We gave him the rope. He's gonna drag Tink it. Tink would actually, like, waddle off and go get some rubble. I, uh, at this point, by right. the way, at this <laughs> point, Cynthia <laughs> stands before the door and says, Come out, knaves, and face my wrath. Oh, shit, here we go. So, as, so, so Dink Dink left to go get a rock. What did Llewellyn do? Is Llewellyn just standing there hiding? Llewellyn, well, I the feel corner? like he was just going to stand on the corner. I don't know what he's going to do. Can they do a listen check for hearing him say that? I wish he could do more then, illusionary stuff. But and then, well, Dink Dink already waddled off. And then you said that when that's happening, because I imagine your character's probably like, This is taking forever, just like Dan is. Because you know, whatever. Let's spend half an hour discussing how to open a door. <laughs> anyway, so what what are what are action and Golo doing? They're still at the ready with their bows across the room. Okay, and then what did you were standing guard I'm at the door? Still ready to swing. Okay, so when you say that line about the come out, you knaves, the door flings open. <laughs> and yeah, so um, <laughs> we let loose some arrows. A quartet of people come flying out. Yeah. Now, because they come out in such a rush too. There is no surprise from you guys, and there's no surprise from them. You guys are both equally expecting one another, so it's just a matter of who was quicker about it. So then we've got shooting our bows. We've got swinging from those guys, because there's four of them coming out. And then there's you guys. Cynthia's going to challenge the biggest looking dude. Okay. Did you guys move up to the front like with his characters? I mean, I imagine we weren't more than like 30 feet or 20 feet away from the door, so we could move into base contact if need be. Fair enough. Okay. And the upper is going to move up too to attack, if there's room. Okay. I don't know how cluttered it's getting. I imagine that as Dink Dink was heading off action, Willie just put an arm on Dink Dink and was like, no, no, just wait a second. <laughs> okay. So in that case, you guys are all about 30 feet away then. So in that case, pick a color. Blue. What is with the ties? Two threes for initiative. Alright, well, here we go. Let's resolve this. Ranged attacks first. So, two guys from inside of the room have crossbows, but they're shooting out right out the doorway, and you are shooting two of them back in the doorway. So, two hits. Greg is stuck in the middle. Got a, I'm on the side. 15 and a 19. You're on the side enough. Oh, God. So one of my arrows is going to be doing six damage, the other is three. Okay, and now I'm going to resolve my shots as you're shooting into the front line, which has one guy who's decked out with really good armor, one guy next to him with a sword, and then there's two guys with crossbows in the back. So that's so you're going to shoot from the front. Yeah. So the guys with the crossbows in the back, they shoot it outwards, and Greg, what did you have for armor class for your two guys? Uh, three and a seven. Damn, that seven is not good. So he gets shot. Okay, so. Alright, let's see how this goes. I don't imagine your barbarian's got great health. Nope. I got four. I died. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, no! He had exactly four HP. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I wanted to stand on the freaking side! <laughs> I made it know what I wanted to really on the side. I love that the... Hold on. Hold on. You did say that you were going to be hanging on the side. Yeah, so I, I was Of like, the people who were capable of being seen, that would be the ranged characters. 
and then Dink Dink, and it would be Llewellyn's out of the way, and then it would be your two characters, two Ryan. So, I in all fairness, you I did say on multiple occasions that you were hiding to the side, so I won't hit you with that one, because that, that was, I after thinking yeah, about it, I'm like, that is kind of an unfair thing, but it would kind of be funny if throughout the podcast, Greg's characters would be only Yeah, <laughs> just constantly. Yeah. It's only dudes with crossbows just blow out of nowhere, <laughs> tap on a Greg's characters, and get murdered. <laughs> Okay. In that case, uh, we'll have the shot go to somebody else, and I'll re-roll the uh, the, the shot. Uh, we'll say that these two shots are going back towards your guys, who are probably more close to that, right? Yeah. So I'll just re-roll those. Okay. So one of those is a hit. I'm imagining a 19. So um, in that case, we'll have uh, alphabetical order. We'll have this one go to Cynthia, and then I'll roll this. Two points of damage on Cynthia. <laughs> Cynthia dies instead. Were you feel good about yourself, Greg? I, I was just thinking about that. <laughs> Greg's like, you know, I really don't. Okay, and then we have our melee characters. So the two guys who burst out of the door, because that was it for missiles, right? Yeah. And then we got the charge. So yeah. you can go ahead and finish that up, Pierce. Okay, so Cynthia's gonna move and attack the guy who's well dressed. Why do you always go after the well dressed guys? And then, and then his, his AC is think Tank gonna run up too. Okay, so she misses, and then Versal will move in and attack one of the other ones. That's going to be a miss as well. I think maybe Dink Dink's turn was spent with you being like, stop here. No, was Dink Dink going to do a I mean, he was, he was going to go get rocks. Wait, wait, but I'm saying he would run up and try to bomb somebody. Yes, he would. Yeah, so yeah. your turn's ready. Okay. I'll eat this on the corner. Roll that. Wow, much better. Three. Neither one would have hit. I know, neither one would have hit. So, that was a three. That was a wolf. Okay. So, so you rush up. So now it's just a big squad in the center around that leader guy in the homie beside him. Um, so at this point, then, our pal... So there's just two left. The other two died, right? Wait, no, 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 this is equal initiative, so everybody would count the deaths after the game. Ah, so. Okay. so technically, if you die with that character, you'd still get to do an attack. So if somebody had, in this round, said we give you a healing potion preemptively, you could survive that I was thinking that. I was like... But that would have had to be said beforehand. Somebody also could have given his barbarian a healing potion. But he didn't ask for it on his barbarian. He asked for it on the other guy. But they're also right next to each other. (laughs) Um, Okay, so one melee attack comes in on the barbarian now from one of the guys in the front as they burst out with the melee weapon. So the first guy comes up swinging, and you had what for an armor class? Seven. Boy. And now he's dead. <laughs> yeah, I did hit you that time. So he runs up and hits you. I deal three points of damage. Hi, I'm teetering. Yeah, you're lucky he did not have a big weapon. Um, but now the leader comes out and he's swinging it for Ricky Leahy. Three. Oh, you're lucky on that one. See, that's the thing about this game. Having good armor class is what oh, really God. defines everything. Because, okay, I still hit. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, he swings it and dinks it off your armor. And so now the round is over, right? So I attack Ricky attacks the guy that attacks me with a five. Okay. And Slurge. Is he hitting the leader? He's hitting the guy that hit him. Or whoever Okay, so the weaker guy. Okay. Thirteen. Okay, so he had an armor class six. So does thirteen hit? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Well thirteen ties at thirteen, but yeah. yeah. He's a pizza. 
Six. Okay, six kills. Okay. So with that, one of the ranged, no, uh, both the ranged dudes and the guy on the side are all dead. And then the leader's the only one who's still standing at the end of the round. <laughs> all right, so he is completely and utterly outnumbered. We all back away, let Ryan 1v1 him, and... <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. I mean, kind of. <laughs> is that the plan? Seems like it. Yeah. You, you called okay. him out for... Duel, you want this one on your own, boss? Yeah, I mean, it's okay. just him left now? Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Face me, Nave! Okay. So, Nave comes to face. So, everybody's movement round is just backing up the full 30 40 and then leaving these two alone. Ding Ding's just like banking to the beat of the fight. Like, <laughs> you know, okay. Dun, meanwhile, dun, 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 dun. meanwhile, this leader, knowing that even if he wins the fight against the 1v1, he's still going to get hit by seven other people. So, this whole like perverse game of playing music for it, like, do you realize how obnoxious that is? <laughs> like, I'm just going to beat the Christ out of him, and then you guys are all like, ding, 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 ding. That's like, oh, he beat, 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 he uh, blue. God damn it. We haven't won one. Yeah. Woo! There's right, a five and four. Again. What's your armor class? Three. Damn, that's good. Before he hits now I'm getting the anxiety time. where I'm like, oh no, someone else is going to die. Oh, that's a hit. Of course it is. I rolled 19. Yeah, you rolled 19 last time you attacked her too. Oh, I did. How do I? So I got one. Boom. I have a question about potions, real quick. Mm-hmm. So like, actually, use it. Okay. <laughs> Older edition rules suggest that it takes a turn for it to work, which is just so insulting. If you're like, quick, I need a healing potion. You use it. It doesn't take effect. You get stabbed and then die. And your corpse. You said is he like, has a four. Oh. Yep. Okay. So that's a hit. Ooh, snap. <laughs> oh. That's max damage with eight. Okay. So you stab him with eight points of damage, and you wound him heartily, and he appears to be bloodied. Okay. Next round, we're doing the same thing again. Uh, and Brasal's gonna heal her for two. Okay. Okay. So now, next round. Yep. What color? Red. Yeah. Jesus. Two threes. Well, what are you using for a weapon? The bastard sword. That's, is that technically a slow weapon? I, no, I don't think so. It doesn't. I don't. Well, well in that case, then these are just going to connect at the same time. So go ahead and roll the damage. Let me roll the attack. Okay, so I do not hit. I don't either. Okay. Yeah, no, this is going to take a bit. As the swords click off each other. I, I was thinking with red. You know, yeah. I didn't okay. Really you know, just give it to us, man. Yeah. Okay, what's the color? Red. I'm just gonna oh, stay. I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna stay red going five, forward. Five, five. Okay, that rolls. I fumbled. Uh, can I get a hit then? <laughs> no. Yeah, that's how that works. Right. Nope. You're red. Okay, we got four and a two. Winner is the big guy, and he misses. I missed it. All the glory of 1 of 1. Yep. Here we go. In the character, what do you want? Action, action really pulls back an arrow. Just waiting, because this is taking too long. Oh, jeez. Well, I fumbled on mine, so. Oh, my God. <laughs> Got a fiver. So, we're just going to shoot and be like, you know what? We're no, gonna I'm just readying it. I'm going to wait. In case wait. he dies one hit. Ricky might we're going to say that, that, that everybody like waits a charge in case he dies. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
Oh, okay. So now. Still lost everyone so far. Yeah, I've been a four. I'm gonna pick blue. I nope. saw that one. Missed as well. Hey, hey. One. Hey. four to one. And, and I missed. missed. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna happen eventually. One of us All is right. just gonna die. This is good podcast material. Woo! Okay, let's. Oh, hey, I swung first. I know, I'm just getting Ooh. out of the way. Oh, I missed. I hit. Uh, <laughs> and that's five, five damage. Five damage kills him. So we all start clapping. Right. Thank God. And that was a quite the epic battle. Dead to the ground. He was a skilled swordsman, but I bested him. Yeah, well done. <laughs> okay. I checked the bodies. I checked the bodies. Okay. I feel like I should give the barbarian the potion of healing. Because he only has one hit point. But actually, Willie has also survived quite a long time with only one hit point. <laughs> yeah, right. So I'm like, like, wait, Willie, so about... I'm like, hmm. <laughs> it's, 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 it's Dodger Dodge. to do 1d10 <laughs> damage plus two, so I mean, he's pretty useful. Uh, actually, Willie did 26 damage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but we got yeah, with one I'd hit point. Double my damage if it's. Sneaky, and then doubled on the crit too. Yeah, but nobody asked you. <laughs> you're not, and you're not up in personal. You hide the bushes. It's okay. So there are fifty-five silver pieces in here on their bodies. Fifty-five silver pieces. Mm-hmm. Wish we lit the room on fire now. And it's never too late to just light the room on fire. We can do this. We leave. The leader has eleven gold. Ooh. Big spender. Um, and then the leader also has a gold chain on his persons with 200 gold. Yep. Okay, and so now, uh, looking inside this chamber, you guys can see that there's a bit of a collapsed wall in the corner that looks out, and there's a bit of clearance to it. If you look out, it looks like it was the second place that you guys had seen when you were going around on the right side. Um, but inside there's quite a lot of furniture in here that looks like it's kind of been patched together, but there looks like a, a bit of like a gaming table, like a poker table set up uh, in the center of the room, and on it are a series of four crystal goblets, um, and each one of them look like they're very fancy schmancy with wood trim on them as well. Each one looks like it's worth about 25 gold. Do they have wine in them? Yeah, there's still some booze in some of them. Is it good wine? Well, that's what Llewellyn would like to know, because he's a vintner. Yeah, I mean, it seems like pretty decent wine. Um, I don't do yeah. anything with it, but are it's... We, are we taking the goblets? Yeah, Action Willie dumps them out and tries to find some clothes to wrap them up in. I mean, so instead of dumping them out, we can just drink the wine. <laughs> Toast on it. Yeah. What if they poison it before they laugh? <laughs> don't know what else is left in here. That's true. Uh, apart so, from that, inside the room, there's a chest four. in the corner and a large tapestry on the wall that looks a lot fresher and nicer than all the ones you'd seen before. This tapestry instead has the image of what I would say looks almost like like the like outlines of like a white hood on like a perfectly black banner with a couple of white eyes that look re- like relatively evil to them. As if two eyes are peeking out of the shadow that's inside the hood. Can I look behind the banner? Yes. Not everybody all at once, but yeah, no, I'm just kidding. So yeah, you go and push the banner aside, and you can see that there's a passageway hitting down the stairwell. I'm gonna check the uh, chest for traps. Okay, what's the relevant skill for that one? 
Ten. Oh boy. <laughs> oh, Level one. Good. Okay. Yeah, it looks good. Okay, I'm gonna try and open it. Okay, so you go and you push it open, and inside there is a small bundle of arrows. Uh, they shimmer in a very strange way in the light. There's also 50 gold pieces, but these arrows look to be plus one magic arrows, four of them in total. I'm gonna grab those arrows, mm-hmm. give that gold to Dick Dick. How much gold was it? 50? Dick. Okay. And so, I think that should be good for this episode of the podcast. So, without further ado, goodbye. Hey everybody, it's the young Grognard here. I want to say thank you for listening to another episode of the podcast. If you have anything you'd like to tell me, any questions or concerns, shoot me a tweet over at YGrognard on Twitter, or send me an email at younggrognard at gmail.com. As always, keep it real, and more importantly, keep it dungeonous. Thanks. <laughs>